Housing for the Aged Action Group, Hague for short, a housing group for older people run by older people. Present Raise the Roof! We advocate for secure, affordable and appropriate housing. So listen up on the second and fourth Wednesday of the month at 5.30pm on 3CR 855 on your AM dial. That's right, you're listening to Raise the Roof, the Housing for the Aged Action Group show here on 8.55am 3CR. My name's Shane, I'm here with my co-host Fiona. How are you doing today, Fiona? Hey, Shane. Well, you, you sound so sunny and bright as if you weren't saying one second ago, am I dying? <laughs> uh, Fiona has dragged herself from her sickbed to be with us today. Um, thank you, Fiona. Maybe you can tell the listeners what we're going to be talking about today or who we're going to be hearing from. Yeah, okay. So last week I attended the sod turning. The sod turning? I know. Can you explain to our listeners what a sod turning is? So there's this strange ritual that happens with building sites. If anybody's watched that show, what's it called? The one that is on TV? Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Listeners, I just want to be clear. This is what every conversation with Fiona is like. What's the show, the one that's on TV? Every conversation. <laughs> so when they open a new construction site, the minister comes and all of the dignitaries come and they put on hard hats and they put on high vis and they get a shovel and they do like a ceremonial turning of the sod yeah. to symbolise the commencement of a new development. And so I went to the one the other day that was for um, the Footscray Lions Village redevelopment and the minister was there, um, Minister for Housing was there, so was the Mayor of Footscray, um, the CEO of Homes Victoria, Ben Rimmer was there, there was a whole bunch of other Footscray City councillors um, and I guess the thing that is of interest to us is that the village that's being um been developed there is a 55 plus older women's village. So it's actually replacing a relatively run down complex of about 20 odd independent living units that the Lions Club owned. Mm-hmm. And Bert from the Lions Club was there as well. And he was talking about the history of that village. And apparently um, the Lions Club recognised that there was an issue for people living in poverty that couldn't afford housing way back in the 1950s. And the first village they built was in Bairnsdale. Mm-hmm. And then the next one they built was the Footscray Lions Village. And so mm. the requirements to live there was that you had to be on the on the age pension and you had to have some connection to Footscray or Yarraville. That was the only entry requirements. And it cost uh, 10 shillings a week, which is the equivalent to about a dollar. And then you paid an extra 10 shillings for your utilities. Um, and the application process was just a one pager, just write your name down and, and that was it. And so over the years, that sort of housing has really been disappearing. Um, I'd say that one was probably one of the last ones in in that area. And one of the reasons that it disappears is because the stock is not really fit for purpose anymore. Um, It's, you know, it's getting a little bit old and, yeah, and so people are selling it off. But unlike most of them, the Lions Club actually decided that they wanted to keep low-cost housing for older people. And so they looked out for a partner organisation that could help develop them. So it's a bit of a, I guess, a lesson to other independent living units out there. And you don't always have to sell it off to the private sector. You can actually keep it as low-cost housing. 
Um, so what they did was partner with the United Housing Co-op. We had Peter Sibley, the uh, managing director, or whatever he's called. Uh, of, whatever he's called. <laughs> I can't remember his title. General manager. What's that TV, that show? It's on TV. <laughs> Utopia, that's what it's called. <laughs> It took me a while. Um, anyway, so Peter used to be our treasurer and he was he was on the show um, last year talking about this development. And I know he's just really been passionate about getting this together. It's taken him oh, nearly three years, I think, of planning. So, yeah, I guess it's an interesting story from the perspective of providing older people's housing. Um, the housing, once it's developed, will have 49 units. Um, so it's almost double what... Um, what used to be there, it's all accessibly designed. It has um, solar panels and the whole thing. Um, and it's it's a really nice location as well. And, yeah, I think it is a good model for older women's, older women's housing. Cool. Yeah. And we got to speak to four of the residents there. So we're going to play an interview now with Anisha, Elvie, Violet and David, who are all well, I guess sort of set former residents, transitory uh, returning residents one day, uh, currently staying in a, a hotel or something like that, a temporary accommodation. They're, stay, they're staying in, um, it's, it's rental accommodation. All right, so let's, let's hear from them. Okay. Yes, I'm here. Great. I was wondering if you could tell me when you first moved into the Lions Club Village. Okay. I'm moving in the Lions Club in... 2008, October 2008. What, what was the village like when you first moved in there? Uh, when I first came there, I, I moved in the studio type. The one, it's, a, it's no bedroom. Yeah, and I, I, I feel that mm, the unit is a bit mm, old, but they are still okay. Yeah. And was there lots of other Filipino women that also lived as your neighbours, or were you the first one? Ah uh, no, when I'm come there, it's still uh, it's a lot of Filipino. Yeah. When I'm come, I think it's uh, only two, three, three uh, Australian. And how many altogether were living there? Ah, uh, twenty-one units. Oh, so there was very much a big community of, of older Filipino women. Were they all women? Yeah, when, when we are there, the 21 unit, 19, it's all Filipino. That's fantastic. And so the units were quite old and, and maybe a little bit run down, but you had a, a sense of community there. Did you, is, that, is that a fair way to describe it? Yeah. And so since that time... Um, a couple of years ago, they decided that they were going to refurbish and change the units. How did you first find out about that? I find out that because I have a friend that's living there. Okay. And what she did that... asking if, if I want to uh, apply there, and the time it's lucky, it's uh, a unit that's uh, empty. And what did people think when they first found out that it was going to be redeveloped? I developed. Oh, we are all worried. Yeah. Of where we going? Yeah. Where we living? Yeah. But now we are okay. The the lions, especially birds, they look after us. 
So what is that, when you say they look after you, what does that mean? What what did they do to... That, to... that means that every time that it's uh, once, in a, once a week, hearing me and asking if we are all okay, if I have a problem or something, she, she said, if we need any help. And did you all get to stay living close by when you moved out of the of the village? In the village? No, once once you all had to leave the village, did you move so you were still close to each other? We are still here, that's just like a... Uh, yeah, in the, in the same place, all from the village, we are all stay here okay. together. So... They decided that they were going to um, knock over the old units that you were living in, but they managed to find a place for all of you to live as neighbours still while they're rebuilding. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And when they decided to design the new village, what did, did you have any say into what, how that village would look? Not really. That we don't know. Oh, Okay. But you will be able to move back into into it once it's been rebuilt. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We're looking forward for that. Because, uh, this is Elvie. Uh, Elvie, yeah. could you Elvie, could you maybe come closer to the phone so you can oh. you can talk a little bit? Yeah. I can't quite hear you. That's all. Oh yeah. yeah. This is Elvie. Hi, Elvie. Yeah. Well, yeah. We're really looking for to, to move. Yeah, forward to to move into the new building for the new lions. Actually, yeah. because actually we are a little bit isolated here. Okay. Like us, we, we we live in the 15th floor. You know, uh, uh, Anisha is living in seventh floor. Seventh floor. B- before we meet our friend, we have to go down in the lobby, and we ha- we need to call them, of course, that we're mm. gonna meet. But sometimes now. We, we don't have any uh, place to to, to, to yeah, gather, yeah, together. Together. Yes, just like in, in the village, in the in the village, when we going uh, out from the from the unit, we are all see it's other. It's a, it's a big yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. We yeah. are all there. We are all together sometimes. There was a meeting hall in the old village, and you could gather there and sing songs and share food and whatever. Yeah, we miss all that, actually. Yeah. Do you know how long it'll be before you're able to move back? It could be as long as two years, but they say 18 months. Yeah, yeah they said 18 months. Maybe two years. Hopefully. Yeah. Just looking for hope. And uh, is everybody that was living in the village, are they all older people? Yes, yes. And 70s, so, 70s, 80s. And so I know some of you have, um, have some problems with walking and need to have um, accessible units so you can get in and out. Do you know if, if that's going to be happening under the new village, if you'll be able to, or will there be lift access? Do you have any idea about that yet? It'll be designed for Yeah. In the new village? Yeah, in the new one. Yeah. It will be designed for elderly. Elderly. Because they know it's 
the all the elder the move there is all elderly. Yeah. Maybe ever and they sign from the elderly because they know we are all and mostly we have a trolley. Ram to use Ram to use fifty five plus yeah. living there. Yeah. And in terms of looking forward to moving back, what do you think you'll most look forward to when you move back to the new village? I'd be able to start a garden again. <laughs> I was developing a garden when I was there, but unfortunately it had to all be destroyed. Oh, that's a shame. So what sort of things were you growing in the garden? Oh, all kinds. All kinds of plants. Vegetables, yeah. I even grew some vegetables there. Pumpkin, potatoes. Yeah. Lemon, 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 and avocado. There. Avocado. Wow, nice. Cherry plum in there, and there is a fig tree, and a and a uh, what's the orange? And. Do you know when you move back, will you still have the fruit trees and the gardens available and the communal space where you can gather? I think they will do that in a They, they said they, they will. Okay. There, there will be a central courtyard where people can gather and uh, meet and do some gardening. And that's something that you, that you asked for when they were doing the design? I think the architects decided that was going to be a good thing, to replicate what we had before. Yeah. Did the architects talk to the residents much when they were making the design? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A little bit, not all that much, really. And what was the sorts of things that people were saying they wanted in terms of how they lived? Um, Easy access courtyard like we had before. They didn't really ask us that many questions. I think they knew what we needed. Based on your old, on the old yeah, housing yeah, that was yeah. there? You know, a good flooring because some elderly, they're using the walker. Yeah. You know, because the, the old build, the old village is all carpeted. Yeah, we're going to have tiles on the floor. Yeah, before we had carpet on the kitchen yeah. floor and going to have tiles and induction cooking. Oh, nice. Nothing worse than carpet in the kitchen. Right. But we really don't know how the, the size. Yeah, we we don't know how how big the, the, the unit, the unit. We don't know how big the unit is now. What were they like before? Were they fairly small units before? The Bedroom is it's a it's a nice yeah. You can get a lounge bedroom. It's a bigger bedroom and a kitchen and a laundry and a, a shower, toilet. Yeah. And so there's going to be a lot more than twenty one units in this new development. What do you think yeah, that will be like? I don't know. <laughs> We'll have uh, more neighbours to fight with. Yeah, have more neighbours. It's going to be 49 And do you yeah, think it'll yeah, be 49 yeah. Filipino women or do you think there'll be other people there I as well? I don't know. Maybe it's mixed. 
they can they can uh, accept any any not Filipino not every everything is Filip everybody is Filipino. Yeah, I'm I might be the only man in the village. I was going to say, David, how does that work? <laughs> I'm married. I'm married to Elvi. Ah. Yeah, yeah. Well, that I was sounds... going to say you'd be popular if you were the only guy, but uh, I guess you've spoken Sorry, for. Never, never mind. <laughs> Sorry. Never mind. No. So, what did you think the other day with all of the politicians coming to the to the the old site? I just think that it's well, nice. Yeah. It went okay. It went smoothly. Yeah. I was expecting to. I was hoping Daniel Andrews would be there, but he wasn't. No, the minister was there with his hard hat on. Yeah. And were you expecting so many people to be there? No, not really. Not really. So what do you think you're most got to look forward to in two years' time when you're back? Yeah, we look forward, uh, we look back there when it's finished. Because um, because the village, we look forward to move there. And we are happy to move there because the village is our home. Mm. Do you think that there should be more housing like this? Like, is it something that that lots of older people or older Filipino women or, or the community generally would benefit from, or is yeah, it? it should be should, should be, be more places like that. Yeah. I don't know. They they uh, they always asking why it's a lot of Filip- why it's all Filipino uh, uh, because it's all. It's only Filipino is the the one is coming to apply. It's no one Australian or white people is applying there. I think it just happened that way. Filipinos started coming and then they invite their friends yes, tell really. their friends about yes. it and then mm-hmm. the, rest, the news gets yes. around so they eventually yes. become mostly Filipino. Yes. But that must be lovely to have that sense of, of friendship and community with your neighbours. Oh, yes. Yes, I used to get together and share food and uh, play bingo in the hall and <laughs> and tai chi, tai chi, tai chi. <laughs> doing some exercise, exercises. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and, the birds. And I believe that some of you are in a dance troupe as well. Is that right? Dance troupe. <laughs> yeah, sometimes we do that when we have a party. They ask us to do something about that. Yeah. It, I'm Violeta. Especially when it's a Christmas party, we are the, the all Filipinos. They singing a Christmas song. Huh. Filipino song, Filipino dancing. <laughs> We're gonna have to get you to come and dance at one of our meetings. Sorry, what was that? We'll have to get you to come and dance at one of our meetings. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Maybe when the new building's opened, you can do a performance. Why not? Yeah. Another good thing, there's going to be a car park. Ooh. We used to have to park in the street, and my, ta- uh, my car got damaged a couple of times because the street is very narrow. So having a car park is going to be a good thing. And it's, it's, right, um, it's right near the bus too, right? So do pe- oh, yeah, it's very yeah. convenient. Yeah. It's a bus to the city, bus to Sunshine. Bus to High Point. High Point's just up the road. What's <laughs> uh, great? Yeah. Everything is, 
very comfortable for us. Almost everything is and the new place that you're living now near the river, is that does that have public transport nearby? How do you guys do your shopping now? Yeah, yeah public public transport here, but it's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's just a short walk out to Footscray Market. Handy. Oh, that's nice. And the, the 216 bus to the city is right outside. But you can get it to Sunshine if you like. But you just, just don't block. have that courtyard and so you don't bump into your neighbours anymore. You have to arrange arrange to see them instead of just yes. yeah. yeah. So when the new one when the new village is built you'll go back to having that courtyard again. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to tell our listeners about about the Lions Club Village, the way it used to be, or what you're looking forward to in the future? Yeah. I I, I just I don't know what can I say. All I can say is that we are happy now because we we they building they start and looking forward to finish when I don't know when, but we are still hoping and waiting for that, and we are excited. Excited to have some progress at last. Yeah, because we are all. Uh, we are all starting I, uh, very happy to move in the village because the village, just like I told you, that the village is our home. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's fantastic yeah, news. Sorry, what yeah, were you going to say? <laughs> 15 storeys up in the air at the moment and the place is brand new and we've got a terrific view. But it's still like being in jail, you know, 15 stories up in the air. It's a, you know, you know, it's very hard to, to us, especially to, to all people, because every time it's a, they, the, the parent is there, wait, 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 evacuate now, this is an emergency, this is an emergency, uh, evacuate now. It's one of us in the morning. Oh, my God. Oh, so the sirens are going off all the time. Yes. Yeah. How many times did that did not happen? But they always said it's a false alarm. Oh, no. No, yes. Yeah. Difficult for us. Oh. Yeah. 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 President Tidanani, Tida Julie, me. I'm using a friend. I'm Anna. Before I forgot, I'm Violi. I'm Violet Michalet. Uh, yeah. We're looking forward. We are very happy to have a news like that. Yeah. And we are very happy. We are excited, very excited when we hear that they are they're saying this to us, and we we met each other in the village, like you see last time. Yeah. But the point is, we are really happy, looking forward to have to go back in our old place. Because yeah. I thought I thought when I when I left when I shipped in that place on 2014. I was. I thought uh, that will be the last time that I will be staying there, and this, I'm just surprised, but happy that the government give us this. You know, I know it is a nice view, like David said. Yes. But the point is, it's scary for us elderly. This is only for young people living in the high We're rise. All to die there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we are exciting to move when when it's finished. Yeah. And and then you won't have to move again. 
Yeah. Hopefully, you just open brain. Okay. Well, thank you so much for speaking to us today. Um, we look forward to seeing the village when it's finally built, and we'll definitely oh, come and watch you perform in the common area, maybe. Good. Okay. okay. Thank you. Thank you. I'll speak to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Three CR programs provide information and analysis you won't hear in the mainstream. Today we'll be looking at the legacy of the US war on Vietnam on Laos. And as far as corporate capitalism is concerned, it is the worst political and economic system that you can have. Our laws about jailing refugees and asylum seekers are so well crafted. Sex is not irrelevant and we like who we are, but we don't have to be imprisoned by our gender. Become a subscriber today. Call us on 9419 8377 or visit 3cr.org.au. 3CR, the voice of dissent. Welcome back. You're listening to Raise the Roof on 3CR. You just heard an announcement about subscribing and I wanted to urge all of our lovely listeners that if you haven't already subscribed to 3CR, now is a really good time to do it. There's a subscriber drive going on at the moment. Why should our listeners subscribe, Fiona? So if you do subscribe, you will help keep one of the best radio stations in the country on air. Help keep us on air? Yeah, keep us on air and keep the voice of people that don't ordinarily have access to media on the airwaves, which is incredibly important. Um, And yeah, you also, if you live in Melbourne, you get little bonuses like cheap tickets to Cinema Nova and things like that. I got a discount at, a, at an osteo last week from my uh, 3CR membership. Oh, my God. There you go. But, I mean, the real benefit is supporting independent radio, supporting independent voices. I feel like every other week in the mainstream media, there's an article explaining the shocking news that older women are the surprising new face of homelessness. And, you know, if you want that level of superficial engagement, that level of being surprised all the time by something that everyone knows, then don't subscribe. Just keep, you know tuning into the ABC or whatever you want. But if you want to hear from older women and other older people um, from different communities about what their specific needs are, what their specific issues are, then you can tune in here. And if you can, we would love for you to support us to keep bringing that. Yeah, totally. And it's not super expensive either. Um, It costs, I can actually tell you how much it costs. If you're on the pension or you're on a concession card of some type, it's $40 a year. Um, And if you have... If you're cashed up like we are, it's $80. Cashed up. (laughs) If you're part of an organisation, we've had heaps of organisations on this show in the past. It'd be great if some of them um, became subscribers. It's $150. And if you really, really cashed up, $300 solidarity. That'd be you, Shane, hey? I think I'll need to talk to my boss about that one. So you wanted to tell us a little bit about a petition, Shane? Uh, I wouldn't go that far, but speaking of organisations that we've had on the show before, you might remember we had an episode with Sweltering Cities, um, who, which is an organisation that's concerned about heat waves and climate change as they affect people living in cities. Um, they've got a petition going at the moment to the Victorian state government asking them to add cooling standards to the rental minimum standards. So... Um, listeners probably know a few years ago the government introduced a set of minimum standards for rental properties, includes requirements about heating, electrical safety, bins, you know, all kinds of things. 
but no standards related to like air conditioning or cooling or anything like that. So obviously those are super important issues, especially uh, in, uh, in a time of climate change. They're only going to get more important. So if you would like to uh, sign that petition to ask the Victorian government to require landlords to provide cooling, and why wouldn't you? Um, we'll include a link to that in the, the show notes uh, so you can sign. We should also point out that it's not necessarily expensive modifications either. Sometimes tenants are requesting something as simple as a fly screen door to allow some airflow and um, there's lots of different ways you can you can cool your house down. No, no, we're, we're asking for air conditioning. <laughs> I just don't want people to freak out and think it's going to be... Like, go back and listen to the interview with Emma from Sweltering City. She explains it much better than I and maybe we can get her back on to talk about how their campaign is going at some point. Sounds good. We're just about out of time. So, Shane, how do people get in contact with us if they're really keen to get involved? Yeah, so if you want to get involved with HAG, some of our, our policy work and things like that, you can call us on 9654-7389. That number again is 9654-7389. Um, we, that, that's how you can get involved in our retirement action, sorry, retirement accommodation action group if you're uh, living in, you know, Lions Village type housing or, or other kinds of retirement housing. We've also been talking lately about trying to restart our renters working group. So if you're an older renter who'd like to be involved in campaigning around those issues, we would love to hear from you. I personally would love to hear from you. Uh, so that number again is 9654-7389. Uh, if you're wanting to call us because you're an older person in Victoria with a, a housing issue you need some help with, best number for that is 1300 765 178. That's 1300 765 178. Um, or follow us on Twitter, follow us on Facebook, follow us on any of the dying social media empires. Uh, and Fiona, what song are we going to leave our listeners with? We barely have time for any song at all. I'm just going to have to wrap it up and we'll then just we'll, go, we'll go to a song. We'll have to start singing something. Oh my God. I'll see you next fortnight. What song? I don't know. <laughs> I'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I was asleep, they woke me up quick, smashed the window with a brick. Some of the bags got stolen, my heart sank to the floor. All that rage, I like calling the Lord. Don't call the police cause they won't catch me I want that badge and to make money It's too easy to make money If I stop, I'll be a dummy Stop breaking in You're so independent away from me Stop breaking in I like a